Come and see what all the hype is about. Tune in to the hype 87.3. Hey, what's going on, man? It's your girl, Tampa Mystic, and you heard that right. We live right here on the hype 87.3, man. It is your girl, Tampa Mystic, and listen, we have a special. Can you hear in them headphones okay? Okay. <laughs> we got a special guest checking in today, all the way from H Town, from ATL, but H Town. Shout out to Let Weaver. What's going on? Hey, 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 what's happening? How you doing? It's so good to have you here. I know, man. It's, look, it's been years. I should have been here. You been a here. whole vibe. Let me just say that first and foremost. Like, I love watching your Instagram. <laughs> yeah. I like making people smile. Because you know what? You're just unapologetically yourself, and I love that. You know what I'm saying? Like, yes, that's what really attracts people to you. Go ahead and introduce yourself. All right. Well, look, it's your girl, Let Weaver. L-E-T-T-E. Got to make sure I put that Let Weaver. Look, I'm straight from Atlanta, west side, zone one, four, four, six, seven, make seven, seven, more, four, seven, more, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Center Hill, baby, yeah, out there in Houston. Big representative. <laughs> <laughs> I love the fact that you still got that whole Atlanta vibe about you. You ain't never going to lose that, huh? No, nah, keep it, keep that. Bankhead. Bankhead, most definitely. Well, definitely shout out to the whole west side, zone one, you know what I'm yeah. saying? Um, <laughs> let's, let's talk about that. You and I were briefly talking before we started, you know, I was just expressing my love for the city and the culture out here. What was it like for you growing up in Atlanta? It was, it was, I'm going to say it's different. As an adult, it's way different than as a kid. Like, I don't know, I'm kind of like used to everything. Like, you know the people, you know the vibes, you, the natives that's still here, you know them, they know you. It wasn't, it wasn't bad. It wasn't a lot of gay stuff out here. Like, yeah. I wasn't, I wasn't out and open. Yeah. Nothing like that. It was it was different than what it is now. I will say that. Yeah, the real Atlanta is different. The real Atlanta. Someone corrected me the other day. I said Atlanta. They said no, it's Atlanta. I saw my bad. Atlanta, yeah. <laughs> Atlanta. Nah, for real. Like, and it's it is such a dope city. You know what I'm saying? Um, would you change anything about your childhood growing up out here? Oh no, no, no. no. That's how I discovered that I wanted to do music. That's how I discovered who I am. Yeah, like, I, I loved it. I loved it, but. Like I said, it was different. Yeah, was different. Most yeah. definitely, absolutely. And you said you still got a lot of family out here. Yeah, everybody, everybody, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, when you was little, did you have a, a passion for something else besides music? You know, before music became that oh, for you, man. So I thought I was gonna be a scientist. Okay. Until I figured out you got to be in school for a long time. <laughs> I said, nah, no science. Yeah. And then uh, computer engineering, which is what I do now, information technology. I work uh, coding and programming for the IRS out there in Houston. Dang. Okay, yeah. I see you. <laughs> Big things popping. Yeah. That is dope. Did that come from you being in the military? Yep, that came from the Army. Uh, that's where I got all my experience from. Yeah. 25 uniform for Yahoo. Are familiar with uh, Army lingo. But yes, of information technology. Well, definitely shout out to you for being in the military. We appreciate yeah. your service. You know what I'm saying? Mm. Um, <laughs> but still taking it back, you know, to Atlanta. Would you yeah. say growing up out here had an influence on you for wanting to do music? It did for because uh, I started uh, in fifth grade. Okay, I remember like I started in fifth grade, and then like the people. So when uh, Atlanta started getting on the map when I was probably, I'm say, middle school, that's when we had the Snap the snap era. Yeah. I don't know if y'all remember the rock star, that party like a Nah, rock. for real. <laughs> yes. So, so you hear all that, and then you had, uh, uh, I remember back, uh, Soldier Boy came out with the, uh, what is it, that you? Ooh, yeah. yeah. Came out with that. So, and then everybody was like, man, you do music, man, you know how to do music. Everybody was from here like, man, you got to do it. But I was too shy. Yeah. But yeah, every the people from here, like just going out, 
doing all that, it was all music oriented. Yeah, just being around it. Yeah, just being around it. So you said you was too shy. What broke you out of that? Man, honestly, like honestly, I had to become myself. Yeah. So and like I said, that happened two, three years ago. Yeah. When I just finally stopped caring about the opinions of others because the shyness came from my voice, my sound. Yeah. It's different. It's a different type of sound. It's weird, real, real different if you ever heard it. And it'd be like, some people down really like they be like, man, it's like a boosted type and they wasn't too accepted, and I'm like, oh, Lord, if people don't like it, then I'm just stop. So I shied away from it for yeah. a long time until I was like, I keep coming back to music. Yeah. It's calling you. Yeah, like, I keep coming back to it. So I'm like, look, you're going to have to do something. Like, <laughs> we can work on it. We're going to work on it, but you're going to have to ignore all it. It's going to be somebody out there that like it. Absolutely. Music is like a drug. Yeah. It be calling us back. You know, mm-hmm. oftentimes we'd be like, man, I just want to put it down and not do it no more. But it be it be pulling us back in. You know what I'm saying? Giving yeah. us pooky vibes. Like, dang, I feel like a junkie with this music because yeah. that's how I feel. You know, and I, I know you experience that as well. Um, you know, again, we are going to do stuff in life that not everybody's going to be yeah. in acceptance of, but we have to learn to live our truth. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Like, and not like you said, give a damn what anybody has to say or how they feel about it. Cause at the end of the day, it's your journey. Exactly. It's your life. What I had to do, I had to stop in order. And how did I, I had to over, like I said, how I overcame is I stopped paying attention to the negative. Yes. And I started to search for them positive people. Damn. Oh my God. The ones who loved my voice. Yeah. So I do it for them. Absolutely. Yeah. hundred percent. Yeah. I, I'm a believer in whatever we focus on is what develops. Exactly. So if we focus on that negativity, that's all we're going to have around us. Yep. We have to like almost act like it doesn't exist, even though we know it does. Yeah. And focus on, like you said, put them positive people around. You got a positive person with you today. I yeah, can exactly. tell she beautiful. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, that's what you got to do is surround yourself with people that are really going to believe in your journey. And support. And support it. Absolutely. So when would you say that you really started taking music like seriously and started doing it like, you know, more full time? Two years ago. Okay. uh, In Houston. Houston is a big part of that. That was my first time performing out in Houston. My first time of finding actually an engineer that I like that actually fits me and what we doing. Uh, Bambino, I got to shut you out. Shut you out. <laughs> shut up, Bambino. You said Bambino. Yeah, Bambino ENT. Shut up, Bambino ENT. <laughs> I got to shut you out. But yeah, so like he's a great like artist development and everything. So once we started doing that like two years ago, I actually started coming out and actually seeing that people like, man, you kind of fire. Like, I'm like, I am kind of fire. I know that's right. <laughs> started doing it now. I don't know, in two years, like for real, for real, from where I was from zero to like, 80-some thousand people to just flock to the music. It, it, it's a good feeling. Absolutely. It's a good feeling. Because you know you're doing something right. Yeah. You know, and you, you have been your entire life, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, going into the military, let's just dive into that for a minute. Yeah. <laughs> um, you said earlier on that you initially wanted to be a scientist. Yeah. <laughs> until you found out that there's a whole lot of school that goes along <laughs> with it, right? I, yeah. I feel you on that. Yeah. Um, what made you decide to go into the military? Whew, okay, so... I was in college. I had went to uh, Southern Polytechnic State University out in Marietta. I okay. think they call it, uh, I think it's changed to Kennesaw. I mean, no, Kennesaw State. Kennesaw State, I yes. Kennesaw State. Yeah. Now. So uh, I was there, and like I said, like I, w- I wanted to party and stuff. So I did <laughs> one year of college, and I failed miserably. Like, I failed miserably. <laughs> I didn't try online. Because, you know, I was on what, financial aid. And I think financial, how financial aid work, you can you can fail, but if you keep, they're going to uh, give you a warning. And mm. if you do it again, they're going to take it away. 
And then I also had the Hope Scholarship from Atlanta, like you from Georgia. You graduate with 3.0, you get a Hope Scholarship. Okay. So then I I, I end up losing because I lost the Hope Scholarship because, like I said, I failed <laughs> that first year of college. So I was like, man, I got to do something. Yeah. I got to do something. I, I wasn't the type to want to take out loans or nothing. So the only other option for me was the Army. Absolutely, because when you're in the military, you are now set for life when it comes to, you know, of course, your your medical. Yep. If you are on disability, which yep. most veterans are, and you, the goal is to get to that 100%, right? Yep. Yep. <laughs> I already know. My son was in the Army as oh, well. Yeah. yeah, so I already know, you know what I'm saying? He's now at 100%. Because there's so many things that go on that you got to document. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? How mm-hmm. long were you in the military? I did five years. I, uh, I retired. Medically, yeah. I had to get that DV. I know that's right. <laughs> <laughs> Where did you do your basic training at? Uh, 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 South Carolina, South Carolina, Fort Jackson. What was that like for you? Let Let's just talk about Man. that for a second. Going into that basic training, mentally, physically, what was that like for you? I thought I made a mistake. Yeah. When I first, when I first got there, I said, I can't believe I did. This. <laughs> <laughs> and you can't back out. I like, can't. Not like you was in school. You're like, I don't want to do this no more. Oh, man, because you on the bus, right? I remember when you first get there, reception wasn't bad. Yeah. You'd be like, okay, cool, I can do this. It wasn't until we got on this bus and these big people with these big circle hats <laughs> on their head, <laughs> they get on the bus and they start yelling and they say, put your head down in the bag, don't lift it up. And I'm like, what? I'm confused. That's all they yelling. Put your head down. Don't lift it up. Put your head down. I'm like, I can't see where we going. You can't see nothing. So you, there, they just yelling, yelling. I'm trying to lift my head up because I kind of want to see. I'm going to look. Yeah, for real. Like, where are we going? <laughs> where are we going? Where are we about to go? And then next thing you know, they stop. We all get off this bus, and I think we had to. They had all <laughs> our bags in this pile. All our bags. Let, let me say it's like let's say 300 people. Yeah. They got 300 duffel bags in a pile. You have to get off the bus, and you have a certain time. Not long. You got to go find your bag. Oh, my goodness. And I said, yeah, I can't do this. Like, Y'all got me messed up. <laughs> I cannot do this, man. I Might have to go AWOL before yeah. I even really start. I was ready to go. And then, like, I think the next day it was physical. I was just like, yeah, I, tri- I was tripping. I was. I wanted to get out so bad. But then, like, it became easier. Yeah. As you as you went along, it became easier, and then you start learning. Oh, that's just their job. It is. That's just what they gotta do. Like, Absolutely, to get us to where we need to go. Like, yes, but in, yeah, it's a test of your mental. Yeah, of course, physical too, but really, I think more so a test of your mental. Very, especially like because you, you're trying to come from uh, this civilian yes. to a soldier. Yes, and I I was having difficulty like listening to people people yelling at me i'm like dog like bro. nah for real i think my name was uh they called me uh atlanta badass <laughs> they called me weaver badass <laughs> and i got my first article 15 in basic training uh i think i still had a tongue i had a i had piercings and i had my tongue <laughs> ringing and they, caught me. they caught me and then what it was one run we had i was trying to run i stopped they said if you stop you're not gonna have family day i was like I, i'm the type of person i want to see i'm gonna see let me let me see if they for real yeah. i stopped i didn't have no family day i was a holdover my family came i couldn't go off base oh with man me. but yeah the army it wasn't bad though it was it was challenging <laughs> to say the least, you know what I'm saying. But you pushed through though, and yeah. you end up doing five years. Yeah. What would you say was like the biggest thing that you took from them five years in the military? Man, 
it have helped me with discipline. Yeah. The discipline was really needed, uh, especially when I deployed in uh, 2015 to Kuwait. Mm. It was uh, it was different. Yeah. It was very different, but it's a discipline in it that's needed. Yes. And I know that discipline is like, at first you, you don't understand it. I didn't understand it, not until I became a civilian. Yes. And that discipline is needed. Absolutely. Yeah. Do you think that it helps you culturally as well, like visiting these different countries and cities and states, you know, being around other type yes. of cultures? Because growing, like I said, growing up, I, I didn't get out of Atlanta. Yeah. I didn't, this was all I seen. So, and of course it was majority uh, African-American, yeah. black dominated. So the army, it opened up my eyes, culture, especially uh, going over to the other uh, countries. You notice how, how they treat women is differently, how yeah. the women dress and yeah. even like a lot of like being gay or like, if that's what your preference, they don't really allow that over there. Like you can, you can get in trouble. Like you can really? go to jail and stuff for that type of stuff. So it's like, it's different. I, I, like I said, I respect it. I like it. I enjoy it. Yeah. But it's crazy to me that in like, I know that was a couple years ago, but we'll say in 2023 that that type of stuff still exists. It's, yeah. it's, it's crazy to me. It baffles my mind that racism and, and people being prejudiced against, like you said, whether you're gay or if you're black or you're a Jewish, it's just crazy to me that that stuff still, yeah. still damn exists. Like, yeah. People need to get past that. That's a whole nother subject. We could have a whole nother show about just that. Yeah. Um, what would you say was the most difficult thing about you being in the military? Trusting people. Yeah. Because, like, one thing they're going to say, this is what they're going to say you. Like, if you go into the military, you got your battle buddies, then the people, your buddies that you go into battle with. Yeah. And, like, you go down range, them are the people, like, you're supposed to protect. Yeah. These are supposed to be your friends. And, you know, it's just, the Army is just, like, a family or school or like elementary school you don't get along with everybody it's of gonna course. be people you hate yeah it's like and it's like i gotta trust you with my <laughs> life pretty much like i gotta trust this dude with my right. life right someone i don't i didn't grow up with yeah i don't like, know this person I don't, and i gotta <laughs> trust you with my life dog. like how i pulled to know you ain't gonna turn a gun you know what i'm saying right. like a friendly fire i don't know you like but yeah it, but that because i i did become trusting though i'm not gonna lie yeah in the army though once i got out that trust it went it went back away like um, back in that civilian life yeah, like <laughs> to the real world where yeah. there's a lot of weirdos out there yeah, yeah like it is it's hard and I think yeah. that also comes with maturity and growth the older we get the smaller our circle gets yeah and like they say it's lonely at the top and it's because it's hard to trust people very lonely you know it's very very lonely um you know transitioning back into civilian life was that difficult for you I know you said that you got back to not trusting people yeah. it was very difficult because. In the army, we could talk about anything. Like, yeah, you know, people ain't gonna really look at you as weird. They'd be like, "Suck it up." We something wrong with us? Too like, okay, instance, uh, mental illness, uh, bipolar. Yeah, you talk to people in the army, everybody, man, I got that too. It, it's cool. Yeah. but then I came into the real world, back into the civilian life, and I'm just expressing. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, yeah, man. You know, I'm bipolar. You know, I, I this and folk like. Yeah, they yeah exactly. They feel like there's something what? like yeah no. like yeah. Like, it's crazy to me. And I'm like, oh man. Or people, or I see people, and they'll be like, oh yeah, she's something wrong with her brain anyway, or she's crazy. I'm like, what? You know oh, what it is? No. It's something wrong with them. Hey, <laughs> <laughs> stra yeah. just straight up, it's something wrong with them because, like you said, people out here make it. Uns people feel unsafe about expressing the fact yeah. that they have anxiety or mental health issues. Yeah. We should be able to freely talk about that without being judged. Yeah. 
You know what I'm saying? So yeah. it's like the weirdos out there have made it uncomfortable. And that's why oftentimes people end up, you know, sick or on medication or even taking their life because yeah. they hold it in. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So I'm glad that you're just, you know, like you said, now you're just unapologetically yourself. Freedom of speech is what it's all about, you know, yeah. and you can do that through your music. Absolutely. You can do that through your music. So um, coming out of the military, were you in Texas at that time? Yeah. So, okay. So when I got out of the army, I was back at Fort Hood. Okay. Colleen. And for a year, we moved back to Georgia. But we was in uh, Little Wissy or Hinesville or okay. Savannah. I think people mostly know Savannah. Savannah, right? yeah. Went there for a year. I hated it because I was in Atlanta every weekend. Yeah. And, you know, they drive like three hours, I think. Yes. Three and a half hours. I said, man, I'm not going to do this. That's a like, lot. Yeah, I was like, I'm not going to do this, man. So I was thinking about moving back to Atlanta. But I said, nah, I can't do it. I can't do it. I just, it just wouldn't let me. It just, nothing would let me move back. Yeah. Then I ended up moving back to Colleen. We ended up moving back to Colleen for about a year. I couldn't do Colleen either. I'm like, yeah, I got to get out of here too. <laughs> like, if you notice, like, it's not called Fort Hood no more. I don't know the new name, Fort something, C something, but they call it the Black Hole. Okay. And if you go, I'm pretty sure if I go down Colleen right now, I know everybody down there. Right. No, you I wanted to get away from that. Yeah, I had to get away from Fresh that. Fresh start, right? Yep. And then luckily, the IRS in Houston, <laughs> they called me and was like, we want you to work for us. So I came down to Houston. And I looked at Houston as an opportunity for music. Absolutely. Once I seen I was like, okay, I'm going to just start trying to do something here. Yeah. So being in Houston fits you on both sides, like on the, the work side. You know what I'm saying? You yep. got a good job. Yep, yep. But it also is helping you with your music career as well. Absolutely. Do you think that you would have really pursued music the way you are if you weren't in Houston? No. Only because, like, no, I don't think so. Yeah. Because, like I've said, I've, I've tried before. Like, when I got out of the Army and I moved down to Little Wissy. I found somebody who was a great engineer. I used to have the studio and stuff in my house, but yeah. I'm not a good mixer, masterer, stuff like that, and I'm big on quality, my quality, yeah. my music, so I'm not going to just put out anything. Understood. I found someone down there, but I would, like, play around. I would put music out, take it down, <laughs> and stuff like that. Like, yeah. they're still trying to test it. That's when I linked up with uh, Trapaholics. Shout out to Trapaholics. Trap, 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 tra tra yeah. <laughs> That's my fam, man. Hey, yeah, so I linked up with him on some music and on some projects, and I still didn't take it too serious. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know why or how or what it is about Houston or what I did, but now, now I'm in it. Now I'm, oh, no, I know why I took music serious. My first music video was $1,000. <laughs> <laughs> my very first a whole video. stack for your a stack like and that was just for him to record that wasn't even for like to secure the location or nothing yeah and then after that i think because I'm, I'm, I'm i paid like another stack for world star yeah and i said oh <laughs> hey yo, you finna take this serious because ain't no reason we can just be throwing stacks out here absolutely so not for real but I think a lot of artists, when they first start out, that's what they think they have to do yeah. in order to make it. I, I did, and I thought that's what I was like. Okay, we got this $1,000 video. We're going to get on Worldstar. <laughs> I'm still not knowing about the marketing and stuff, the money that needs to go behind marketing. I'm just like, I just put that out. And I'm like, oh, you doing something different. Like, oh, you got to take this serious. I don't know what we finna do, but you finna be putting some stuff out. Then I linked up with, well, we're not going to talk about that. <laughs> 
<laughs> we'll pass on that one. Yeah, just linked up with a few people that weren't good. Understood. Some a few not good people. There's a lot of those in this yeah. business. Oh yeah, oh yeah, oh yeah, oh yeah. <laughs> then I linked up with uh, a distribution. Uh, I forgot their name, but their distribution program was like fifteen hundred a month, and I'm just like just to put out music. That's to, insane. To distribute the music to every uh, all the digital platforms, the platforms. Yeah. That's just for them to put the music up. That wasn't even for marketing. Then fifteen hundred a month for them to uh, for the music, and then like another thousand dollars for marketing. Spotify, Apple. Mu- I said, yeah. I told them I was like, no, nah, I'm out of here. Yeah, I'm not. <laughs> right, because slick. Now you can pay like what fifty bucks a year through like DistroKid and put as much music as you want out, yeah. or United Masters, whoever. You know yeah. what I'm saying? You can do that and. That's when I was like, I'm putting out too much money. And me, I'm not like, man, I don't put out all this money now. You finna, we finna do something with this. Absolutely. There's no turning around yeah, now. It ain't, especially because I put out all that in the beginning. <laughs> it was the wrong, it was the wrong move, wrong move. But like I said, it was learning. It was a learning process. Absolutely. That's why I look, every L is a lesson. It, it ain't no yeah. loss. It's yeah. a lesson. Yeah. We have to really look at it as that. You know what I'm saying? You know, sometimes it stings and it hurts. You know, if you, like you said, you <laughs> drop three, four grand and yeah. you're not really seeing a return on your investment. That's a hard pill to swallow, right? Yeah. You're like, dang, like, what's going on? But this is an expensive business. Yeah. It, oh, yeah. Very expensive. Because uh, I linked up now with uh, It's Gorgeous Music. Shout out to It's Gorgeous yeah. Music. Yeah. yeah. Shout out to, to Kane and yeah. everybody else involved with the movement. That's dope. I love Like, they they, they real cool. Like Yes. Just, Out there in Vegas, right? Yeah. They in Vegas. Yeah. I think I just left uh, Phoenix with them. Performing for Day Summit with uh, Moore, Moore's Booking. Yes. So yes, they they pretty good. So I'm with they uh, distribution. So, and like I said, they they offer like a free distribution right to where they just do your music. And I'm like, okay, cool. But the reason I like it is because it's people behind it. Absolutely. And that's something that you kind of want, like, because I was with DistroKid United Masters, but I see more of an a return on this investment when I have people actually pushing and actually talking. And it's, it's, it's helpful. It's real helpful. So, And you actually can build a one-on-one relationship with the people that are behind it. Like, you can't yeah. do that with DistroKid. Yeah, no, no, no. You don't, we don't know who runs DistroKid. We'll never see that person. Yeah. So it's like when you work with someone like It's Gorgeous Music, you know, like, you get to actually interact with a human yes. being, ask them questions, yes. build a rapport with them. Network with the people they've already networked with. Absolutely. So it's like it's, it's really helpful. It's really helpful. Have like you it. have you connected or, or worked with Kane at all? BWA Kane? Not yet. Uh, I probably wrote him on like IG or something. That's that's about it. Like I ain't, yeah. I ain't do too much. I'm trying to get down to Vegas. I'm not sure. Let me not give a date. <laughs> <laughs> sometime in the future, yeah, right? Sometimes, sometimes trying to get down to to go perform and uh, actually do content yeah. with the It's Gorgeous Music and their facilities. So I think that'd be a good thing. Absolutely. Yeah. So for people who haven't heard your music. What do you want them to get? What do you want them to feel when they tune in and hear Let Weaver? Man, so I'm I'm big on vibes. Yeah. I'm big on good, big, big, big vibes. Like, I like good vibes, positive vibes. Of course, everything isn't going to be positive, but I need people to understand what I went through in order to become the person that I am today. Yes. And that's what I do in my music. I just want people to be like, oh, I don't went through that. Or, yeah. I, I, oh, she went through this too? Oh, this is how she got through it. Because, I, I like I said, I put it all in my music. Yes. And, of course... You hear, you hear the struggles, you hear the positivity, you hear, oh, I don't care in my music because this is what I'm going to do, this is who I am. So I just want people to, like, just be you. I know that's what I'm doing in my music. 
Is it like a mental therapy for you? Yes. Yeah. Because I don't, uh, like I said, I, I mentioned bipolar and stuff. Yeah. I don't take meds. Music is your medication. Yeah. Music is, is, it's like a therapy. Absolutely. Therapeutic. It I don't got to talk to people. I can just, well, I'm talking to people, but per se, but I ain't got to talk to one person. We just doing my business. No, I'm going to write it down. Yeah. Put in a good little melody, you know, nice little beat. I be hitting <laughs> up uh, Busy. Uh, dr- Dre. <laughs> Dre, I be hitting up Busy May for my beats, man. Shout out to Busy May, too. That's my homie, man. Oh, for real, yeah. Yeah, we got to make that connection. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So he he making all my custom beats. Like That's dope. Every little custom beat and stuff, I hit him up for them. He's so, fire. Yeah, he fire with it. He, he been working for a long time. Yeah, when we first linked up, I was like, I think middle, was it? We kind of grew up, so it's like I've been knowing him for a good little minute. Yeah, a good little minute out in Atlanta. Atlanta. <laughs> <laughs> do you still write all your music, or do you freestyle and punch in? No, I like to write. Yeah, I like to write. I can't, especially if I'm at the studio. I'm not writing nothing. I'm not freestyling. Look, time is money. I need to have everything already written down. And all the other stuff. I tell people I ain't no good freestyling. Yeah. Because I ain't like. Don't worry, I ain't going to ask you to freestyle. I ain't going to put you on the spit side. Nah, but you know what? Writing, though, medically is proven that it does help with our mental. Yeah. Because I had shared with my doctor that I get anxiety. I never got anxiety until I moved to Atlanta. Never. I think it's because of the traffic and it's just so fast paced. But I shared with my doctor, but I'm like, I don't want to get on medication either. Yeah. So he told me, he said, start journaling, start writing. It's a great way to get those feelings and those emotions out of your head, off your chest. So I started journaling every morning and every night before I go to bed. Like, whatever it is, I don't take it to bed with me. Yeah. I put it on a piece of paper, and I'll tell you, it's really helped. It's really helped. Between that and the little 420, you know. Oh, yeah? <laughs> yeah, you know what I'm saying? It gets us through a lot of situations. Amen. The, you know what I'm saying? That, hey, that came from the earth. Yes. God gave us that gift, right? Yes. <laughs> for real, for real. Um, out of all the things that you've done in music, right? Mm-hmm. Give us a highlight moment for you. Like, what's one of them moments that if you could go back and just do it again and again and again, you would? 2022 Loud Fest. It was my first time doing a 10-minute set. And it was lit, like, it was really, really lit. I think it was, like, because I, I performed, and I done had, like, little crowds. Or yeah. That was, like, it was a big crowd that was, like, actually interacting. Like, if I could do that particular day over, and I would. Because, I, like I said, I enjoy myself. Yeah, of course. I think I was lit. I think I was <laughs> dancing. I was turned up. Like, <laughs> and most times I'm chill. I'm chill. Even when I perform, I'm just chill. That day I won. I don't know what happened. <laughs> Something got in t- you. Yeah, I was turned up. Was it challenging for you? Yeah, so I got, because, like I said, anxiety and stuff and my nerves be bad. Yeah. And that be the only thing, like, I was like, man, I got to do 10 minutes. I don't know how my breath going to be. Yeah. I don't want them to be out of breath. I don't want them to be like, look at that girl up there, bro. <laughs> it's like, a workout, ain't it, though? <laughs> Very, especially, that's why, like, I respect those artists, like Chris Brown and them who be d- Bruh, facts. Man, doing all that. That's, I be telling folks, hey. <laughs> You can't hey. be a 300-pounder doing that. Hey, hey. And me, I'm just, all I am is just kind of skipping across the stage, and I'm already out of breath like, all right, look, we got it. <laughs> Getting a little winded. Yeah, that's, that's pretty much what I be nervous about anytime, anytime I perform is getting winded. I don't want to be, I don't, I don't, I just don't want, I don't want that. 
when you get on stage, do you kind of like, I hear this from a lot of artists. They kind of like, they say they almost black out. They get into a zone like where they know people are there, but they kind of like are in their zone, that tunnel vision. Do you experience that as well? Sometimes. It depends. If it's a lot of people, oh, yeah. <laughs> because I ain't gonna lie, I'm shy. Yeah. And I'm not gonna, and kind of nerve, it's kind of nerve wracking too, because you'd be like, you don't know if these people finna like my stuff. Right. So do you be like, you know what? Nah, you can't, you gotta get out your head. <laughs> and just, I start looking out at the crowd, not at the people, but right. like, kind of like past them and just get in my, in my zone to where I'm not even paying attention. I be turning around, my eyes be closed, just. Yeah. And either they mess with it or they don't. I open my eyes up. <laughs> I know that's right. <laughs> Are you an overthinker? Yeah. Me too. Yeah. Oh my gosh. I'll think of a hundred scenarios about a situation that may never even happen. Yeah. Like you said, we got to get out of our own head because oftentimes the main person standing in our way is us. Yep. Is definitely us. How do you overcome that? Like right before you about to get on stage, how do you get out of your own head? Do you talk to yourself? What do you do? <laughs> Let me see. It'd be a time you'd be like, all right, because I, I can sometimes I can feel my nerves too. I'm like, oh, they finna call you on the stage, <laughs> nerves, yeah, you be like, butterflies, belly yeah. be turning. I'd be like, man, no, 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 no. So be like, I say like a quick prayer and be like, look, what it is, it, it is what it is. Because by the time I touch that mic, whatever it is, it is what it is. Like and be like them nerves, but for some reason I get on as soon as I touch the stage, it goes away. The nerves and stuff go away. Yeah. Another reason I kind of be nervous and stuff too is because. I don't know what to say. A lot of times I don't know what to say when I get the mic. They be like, oh, yeah, introduce them there, blah, blah, blah. I get the mic and be like, hi, guys. Yeah. Hey, hey. How y'all doing? Y'all good today? Right, exactly. It is challenging. Yeah, so it be like, man, what am I finna do? What am I finna say? Let me me see. So most of the times I be nervous, but I be trying to peep the crowd to see what kind of people they are. And then, but like I said, I touch the stage, it go away. Sometimes I just make up stuff. (laughs) Like when I first performed, I remember, I don't know why I told everybody I was gay as if they couldn't see it or something, but (laughs) (laughs) it just be nerves. It be them nerves. Right. Exactly. Absolutely. But I think, um, you know, just engaging with the crowd is the biggest thing. You know what I'm saying? Maybe, Hey, how y'all feeling tonight? That's kind of what I do when I host. Cause I've been hosting events and stuff for so long. Yeah. I found how I break myself out of that is just engaging with the crowd. Yeah. You know, how y'all feeling tonight? Y'all good? You know, make some noise. Shout out, you know, make some noise for yourself type stuff. You know what I'm saying? And that's what helps me because I still get, I've been doing it for almost 13 years and I still get nervous when I have to be in front of a crowd of people. But I think if we ever not do that to me, and this is just my personal opinion, so don't come for me. I think if we don't get nervous, we lost our passion for it. Yeah. Okay, I can see that. Yeah. You know, because we always, it's a challenge. Yeah. And if we look at it any other way, then I feel like almost like we we, we lost our passion for it, you know, and we have to fall in love with the process, right? I, 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 can, I can understand where you're coming from when you say that. Because, like, if I don't get nervous, I mean, I don't, I don't care. Exactly. I don't care about the outcome. Right. And I care. I care too much. Absolutely. About what I'm doing, so yeah. Absolutely. I think that's also, too, just coming from being a woman. We're emotional creatures, yeah. right? <laughs> Shout out yeah. to the fellas who don't understand that, who like to tear <laughs> us down because they don't understand why we so doggone emotional, but, yeah. you know, forgetting them. <laughs> that's, again, that's a whole nother show. <laughs> I ain't trying to man bash today, but, you know, shade, no shade. Um, <laughs> so when you get back to Houston, what you got going on? Uh, So, like I said, oh, so yesterday I just, uh, my new single came out, My Turn. I already gave that to you. Yep, what you were going to check out? Yes. Yes. <laughs> 
So I came out so uh probably do some more music videos. Okay. I need to do some music videos. I just uh did a little broadcasting channel. They want to see some music videos, so yeah. I'm gonna give them that, and then of course more music, more studio time, more music, put out music. That's pretty much what I'm focused on in Houston. Just going to the studio and get music put out. Yeah, putting out music. Do you have other business ventures that you're pursuing or want to pursue outside of music? Uh, yep. So, uh, clothing. Yes, I love love clothing. I know everybody doing a little merch and all that <laughs> other stuff. So no, I've actually been doing this for like years. Yeah, I got a few items, but. I haven't put it out because I'm trying to be like Nike. I'm trying to be like Polo. Like that's oh, where my real? my mind go. Like I'm, that's what I'm trying to do. So I've been branding the trademarks. It's like I really want to do clothing though. Do you have a, a particular brand right now that you're focused on, like um, that you can share with us? I know you said you're working oh, yeah. on trademarks and stuff. Oh yeah, so I got two. So uh, foreign F R G N. I got the trademarks and stuff for that. I love uh, it. It's a uh, fellow rebels, Grace and Nations. Oh, it was foreign elite. I don't know why. This j- this is just how my mind goes. Like yeah. Like F R G N, so I wanted it to have a meaning. So at first it was foreign elite, E L I T E. So it was fellow rebels, grace and nations, exemplified loyalty, inspired the empire. Mm. I took the elite off and just kept <laughs> kept the form. Make it simple, yeah. yeah. Just make it simple. So I wanted that. That's for like the authenticity, authenticity of streetwear to be yourself. But then this is my like this is my baby. Like I got the trademarks and stuff for this Nietzsche Biondi. This is gonna be like a, a luxury streetwear. And nice. That stands for my own friend. I love it. Oh, it's going to be so fun. That's, that's your baby right there. Yeah. I can tell. Every time I think, I was like, man, I cannot wait. Get excited. It's super excited. Especially like the Nietzsche Mion. It's like the name. It sounds like it's like luxury. It's, it's, like you walking yeah. into the Louis store or something. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? It takes me years to, to do it, but I'm like, oh, it's going to get done. Like, I just had to have a meaning, yeah. a name. Because I don't even have for Nietzsche, I don't have no logo or nothing for that. I just have the, the name, the meaning. The idea for it, yeah. the concept. But I got the trademarks in it because <laughs> I know I talk a lot. I talk a lot. I, I get excited. I be wanting people to know, hey, man, I got this <laughs> this, this, this line I'm going to put out. Yeah. Because, you know, a lot of people like, hey, you don't you don't put out stuff until you do it. Man, I'm excited. I want people to know. Facts. Like, I want people to know my thoughts. So just before that, I just make sure I get the trademarks and stuff just in case. Yeah, to protect yourself. Yeah. Because somebody will take your idea, they'll trademark it, and then try to sell it back to you. It's yeah. like, baby, we ain't doing that. <laughs> I got myself protected. You know what I'm saying? Like, you yeah. have, even as an artist, you have to own your name. Yeah. You know, you have to trademark your name because otherwise, in reality, someone could buy it and sell it back to you. Yep. You know, and it's just crazy, you know, not that anybody necessarily would do that, but you never know. You know what I'm saying? Especially your name starts getting big. It's like, sure, you got to protect yourself. Yep. Um, with that brand, are you looking to have like a full line of like clothes, handbags, perhaps everything? Yeah, with the with the uh, the last line, Nichi Miondi. Like, yeah. I plan on having everything like like I said, like that's gonna be like luxury. I know we gotta start off somewhere. Like we gotta start off somewhere. Yeah. But it's gonna be luxury. It's gonna be luxurious. It's gonna be like <laughs> Gucci. It's gonna be like L V and it's gonna be black owned. So I love it. In I the state. It. So we're gonna be good. Man. Nah, for real. And then it's gonna be international, worldwide, yeah. baby. <laughs> we ain't doing nothing local. She ain't local. She no. a superstar. Worldwide. Worldwide. Nah, for real. Um are you mostly focusing on singles right now? I got you I know you got this new single that we're gonna check out, but are you at all in E P or album mode? No, because I, I I dropped the EP on my birthday in March. Yeah. I was going to be like, I was going to do another EP. Actually, I kind of thought about that because I said, I'm putting out all these singles. Yeah. And I said, I could have just did an EP. But I'm not, I'm, I ain't in that mode, but I'm, I'm about to get in that mode because 
I have been putting out singles. Yeah. <laughs> singles and singles. <laughs> like, nigga, what are you doing? All right. Yeah. I'm probably going to work on a new EP. My first EP was uh, How Nice to Meet You. I think the second one's going to be My Name. No, How Nice to Meet You. I like that. That is dope. Yeah, <laughs> that was the first EP. It's like an introduction of Let Weaver. Yeah. So that's that's much, fire. That's pretty much what I'm going for. And that's how the second EP going to go. How Nice to Meet You was the first one. The second one's going to be like, uh, My Name is Let and You Are. I love that. Like that. Like, I that's like that. that engaging I'm talking yeah. about. Yeah. I, yeah. I like have conversational pieces. I like to talk to people. I like to see what they mind. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. And th- that what really is what builds your real true core fan base yeah. is when people feel like they are a part of your journey. Yeah. And that they can interact with you. You know what I'm saying? You're really good about doing that on social media. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Which, again, she's a whole vibe. If you guys are not following her, you know, we're going to give out your social media in a minute. Please make sure, because she's slick a comedian, too. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> She'll be doing these funny videos and stuff, most definitely. Mm-hmm. Uh, but we're going to get into this record. You said it just came out yesterday? Yep. Jay released on our platforms yesterday. Hot off the press. It's called My Turn. Before we get into it, though, tell everybody where they can follow you at on your socials. Hey, look. Let me bang. Let <laughs> Me bang. She bang. Yeah. She bang. Our <laughs> <laughs> streaming platforms, Let Weaver. Let Weaver, our streaming platforms, Let Me Bang, social media. I love that. <laughs> that just makes me smile when you say that. <laughs> you are like the definition of a whole vibe. I just love everything about what you got going on, man. Just keep doing you. Like I said, you know, we have to be ourselves unapologetically because this world tries to tear us down like badly. A lot of times. And I know I get emotional about that sometimes. I just posted on my story today about talking about be kind to people because you don't know what people are going through mentally and physically. Every day people have ailments or mental health and that's why they act and do certain things. So we have to be kind to people because we don't know what they're going through. Exactly. What do you want to say to the people that are supporting you? I appreciate y'all, man. I sincerely appreciate y'all from the bottom of my heart. Because a lot of people don't support. So if you do support and all you got to do is just share, scream, like, like I appreciate you. Yes. Because a lot of folks don't want to take the time out to do that. I know that's right. Listen, a quick like, <laughs> hit that like button. It don't take, it don't cost you nothing but a, a fraction of a second of your time to do that. People be on some weirdo stuff. You know what it is? I, I talked about this too recently. Yeah. The reason why most people don't support you is because they do not want to see you do better than you. They don't want to see you rise up because they slick envious yeah. of you. Well, look, y'all gonna have to be envious and y'all gonna have to stay there because, look, I'm gonna keep going. I know, that's right. I'm get on board going. or get left behind. <laughs> Period. Straight like that because we are not slowing down for nobody. No. Straight no. like that, man. Uh, we got Let Weaver checking in. Um, anybody that you want to show some love to, shout out to? Man, shout out to Tierra. Hi, beautiful. <laughs> yeah, man. And just my kids, man. They be wanting to hear their night. Jalen and Serenity. Yes. There we go. I love it. Yeah. I love it. Absolutely. <laughs> and shout out to yourself. Oh, yeah, me. Because without me, this wouldn't even be happening. No, nah, for real. <laughs> no, nah, for real. We have to uplift ourselves because, like I said, people be trying to tear us down. So All day. it's up to us, you know, and thank God, the man above. Yes, man. Straight like that. Anything else before we check out the record that you want to make sure people are in, ta- in tune with? Yo, oh, yeah, man. Look, y'all need to tune in to the Hype Base 7.3, man. Mm. For real. Look, Tampa missed it, man. Come and if see you not, you lose. lose it. Yeah. Hey, I got to give a shout-out to you, man. Look, you you actually been uh, helping me a lot, like, when it comes to, like, what was it, the uh, 
hot new hip hop. Yeah, the blogs and yeah, stuff. Yeah, the blogs and stuff. Like, yeah, y'all gotta tune in. Y'all, y'all need to know who to tune into. Like, I be trying to get y'all the drip. I be getting <laughs> y'all the juice. Giving y'all everything. She putting y'all on game. Pay attention. Yeah, man, look, Tampa Misty, man. I, th- I appreciate you. Yeah. Thank you, and thank you for allowing me to be a part of your journey. Oh, of course, of course. I'm I'm it. humbled by that because you out here moving and shaking and doing your thing. So I'm grateful that you allow me to be a part of your journey. Giving you your flowers. Thank you. Yes. <laughs> all that. But listen, without further ado, we're about to get into this record. It's called My Turn. Who produced it? Uh, this was produced by Shaq Bo. Okay. I don't know where he where he stayed. <laughs> I, I, I linked up with him. He came to a show out there in Houston. Yeah. He said he do beats. I listened to him. I liked it. And this was the result. I know that's right. Well, we're about to check it out. Go ahead and give us that official introduction. All right, man. Look, it's your girl, Let Weaver. And we finna get ready to play my turn. Our streaming platform, baby. Let's go. You're locked in with Atlanta's hottest hip-hop station. The Hype 87.3. They hating on me or them too. Okay, that's cool. In the cool, cause I got money now. Don't pay me the shit that they do. I did that too. I don't I'm down and I'm chasing the goop. Sit back and watch that money pile. They hating on me or them too. Okay, that's cool. I had hot dog to hop back in the cool. Cause I got money now. Don't pay me the shit that they do. I did that too. I don't I'm down and I'm chasing the goop. Sit back and watch that money pile out. Oh yeah, I cut them off. That shit came in handy. Can't use me as plan B. Ooh, they can't stand me now. Sit back when I roll through the jungle. Pull up and I'm smoking on uh uh-uh. I am the shit. Got them calling for plungers. I am the shit, but no need for a plumber. I run my own way. Observed all the times. I feel so unstoppable. Remarkably, I can sit here and say I'm doing the impossible. No stopping me. Before they could talk to me, I was told first. I ain't have a friend strong enough to hold me down. And they stuck through with them old shirts. Throw away the whole shirts and stay persistent. Keep your distance, stay consistent. That's what I'm doing, ho. They hating on me or them too. Okay, that's cool. I had hot dog to hop back in the cool. Cause I got money now, don't pay me the shit that they do. I did that too. I don't I'm down and I'm chasing the goop. Sit back and watch that money pile. They hating on me or them too. Okay, that's cool. I had hot dog to hop back in the cool. Cause I got money now, don't pay me the shit that they do. I did that too. I don't know. Chasing the goop, sit back and watch that money pile out. Up and out, it's time to turn another page. Been getting money since the age 11, been pimping since the 11th grade, okay. Home my own for a while, sufferings always ended in smiles. Couldn't kick a nigga when I was down, that's why they face covered in frowns, okay. Surrounded by clowns, a hit that will holler and D hoagie hit, but ain't got nobody, so I cannot brag on nobody, my nigga. But this ain't no middle street shit. All the speak on what I be on, like the shoulder that you lean on when you need in, a little shoulder to vent on, but you sleep in, on the shoulder got your Stay persistent, keep your distance, stay consistent, that what I'm doing, ho. They hating on me or them too. Okay, that's cool, I had hot dog to hop back in the cool. Cause I got money now, don't pay me the shit that they do. I did that too, I don't I'm down and I'm chasing the goop. Sit back and watch that money pile, they hating on me or them too. Okay, that's cool, I had hot dog to hop back in the cool. Cause I got money now, don't pay me the shit that they do. I did that too. I don't know, down and no chasing the goop. Sit back and watch that 